My name's Hanley. I'm the host of On the Line With, a podcast based out of Ottawa. We speak about the arts, mental health, drug addiction, social causes and issues, and we're not here commending them or glorifying them. We're here speaking about it, getting down to the facts, getting down to the causes and effects, where it leads people, how it hurts people, how it hurts you. We're here to talk about how people deal with their mental health, self-care, self-love. The show's about helping and inspiring. Nothing more than that. My goal is to help and inspire. And when I say that, I mean help and inspire by helping someone maybe go and get the help they need for their addiction or inspire someone to pick up a microphone or pen or brush and create an art. That's what we're here for. So again, my name's Hanley and you'll be on the line with me. Welcome to episode 6 of On The Line With. I'm your host Hanley and today I'm on the line with Young Stitch. I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself. So go ahead my dude. Let everybody know where you're from, what you're saying, what's new. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Young Stitch, Stealth Bomb Records recording artist, lunchroom poet, BET Freestyle Friday world champion in the building. What's going on y'all? Chilling bro, it's good to see you with all the success. Hey, I it's appreciate it. It's good to it, see bro. you still, still making the moves that you... You were determined, so it paid off. I mean, number one country in the album, number one album in the country. Yeah, I need some of that loud you got, bro. What are you smoking? Yeah, about? bro, I, I'm faded. There's no lie on that. There you go. <laughs> I'll take what he's having. <laughs> but uh, yeah, tell me about that. That that just came about with you and Junk from Stuff Bomb. You just decided on making a collab album together and yeah so basically how that came to fruition is um i mean me and junk uh we've been homies for a few years now uh once upon a time me and my boy payday were actually supposed to go to vancouver and fly out and battle junk and his boy hungry it never happened but that's where i first heard of junk was through the king of the dot circuit you know what i'm saying um, but he's another artist like myself who, you know, kind of veered away from the, the battle scene and just started really going hard in the music. So I always joke around and call him the Vancouver me. He calls me the, the Toronto him, you know what I mean? Because uh, we kind of did the same format, which is like we battled for a bit. We did well, but, you know, not like not as good as we should have done considering our, t- our talents on like tracks. Right. So we kind of focused more on the music. And so years later, he linked up with me and, and I saw him kind of liking a couple things and I was liking a couple things of his. And then we're like, yo, we're both like fire on the track. We got to we got to link up and do something so we we made a song uh called no ragu this was about i want to say you know uh halfway through 2019 and it did really well the song did really good we got we did some decent numbers on it and it kind of unified like the west coast east coast connection like because he's got a good following over there i've got a good following here so he was getting a lot of toronto love i was getting a lot of vancouver love and we kind of just were like we developed this relationship we're like bro like we actually made a sick ass song so we're like bro we got to do some more work so we eventually made another song sorry when he came down i also also did the show with him. I was a special guest on his show. We uh, we filmed a music video for No Ragu and uh, did really well. And then people wanted to hear a lot more from me and Junk. So what we did is we decided, yo, we gotta we gotta put out some more music together. And then you know, long story short, fast forward a bit, he told me about how Snack the Ripper was revamping the Stealth Bomb machine and uh, was looking for you know super talented artists to to rep the the gang. And uh, so I ended up being the only uh, post guy on the label. And that's gonna lead us to check out Three Kings. Featuring Young Stitch, Junk, and Snack the Ripper out of Vancouver. So, we're gonna check that out and we'll be right back. Uh, look, look, 
Y'all just see old pussy like Lou Perry When we pull up, this big wheel spinning like Drew Carey uh -huh. So who's scary? My dudes bury them all and put that nickel to your pillow They call me the tooth fairy What's the roads like? Shit, I've been frozen my whole life There's emptiness inside me, it's like I sold you my soul twice Better get your goals right Steven with the hawk, I push a button on them talking It's like you watching a strobe light This ain't a game, hope you handle it right For them reporters, read your name on a news channel tonight Don't panic, when I cover your throat up with both hands there's no damage when you challenging Bruce Banner to fight Come on. You standing with a cop all, so pass me the flame And I bring it back to the team just like it's captured a flag hey. No, I'm rolling, I be half in a bag with the pills stacked up It's like a horror movie, I walk and I still catch up But I ain't into all that drama shit You frontin', ain't nobody trying to see it like Madonna sticks <laughs> Let them down, welcome to the conference I'm watching you drown with them bubbles over your head It's like when you talked in the comic strip Eastside animal, handle you with a loose grip Cause half of y'all too caught up in front of cameras to do shit Sleeping on them, a bunch of Z's like my last name It's when you see a body fly through the air like a smash hey. But we figured we were label mates. We're like, you know what? Let's start making a couple more songs. Fast forward a little bit. All of a sudden, you know, it became three songs. All of a sudden, it became five songs. And we're like, you know what? Let's make a project. And, you know, it turned into an EP, which turned into a seven-song album, which turned into a full-on 10-song album. And that's kind of how that all happened. We've only actually met each other twice in real life. Well, you could see the chemistry still there. So, I mean, like, it just goes to show you. You guys could, like, appreciate one another's work. You don't really have to, like, meet up every time you do a track. That's it. And like the craziest part about it is like, you know, we uh, we did our whole album like we, we had the album finished before we had even um, before we had even linked up in Vancouver. Like when I went to Vancouver, it was mainly for filming videos and for doing next work, like getting next stuff done. Mm -hmm. um, but we actually had the project all finished and we we created a number one album just sending each other voice notes. Like because all we did, it'd be like, yo, here's do you like this beat. I fuck with that beat. Let's use that. Um, all right. I'm going to write to it. I'm going to start it off. You follow suit and vice versa on the next beat. Like if you started off, I'll, I'll follow your, your topic on or whatever and we just kind of just vibed off each other and sent each other voice notes the whole time and we ended up coming out with the number one album off of that and how long did it stay up on the top spot for or it was a few days eh? it was like almost a week <laughs> days. Or you know, to some people they'd be like oh three days but you know what you... i've watched people go number one for like an hour so like you know what the fact that we we're up there for three days number one top of the charts i mean i feel super blessed we can tour it as a number one selling album so yeah. Yeah, we're blessed about that you know so exactly there you go. other people that uh checked it out for sure definitely dope i checked out a few of the joints so we've been able to check Check it all out, but I'm gonna have you uh, send me a couple, whichever ones you want. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you. A few. But uh, tell me about that uh, Freestyle Friday thing. How'd that come about? You just decided to jump in it? Yeah. So. Um... <clears throat> So basically, I've been doing this thing called Stitch Bars for many years now. Uh, it's been about five, six years almost of Stitch Bar segments, which basically anytime I have like throwaway verses, like, you know, I'd be writing music all the time. And anytime I have like throwaway verses, I I don't want to waste them. So what I do is I just film myself rapping in my room or whatever. That's how it started. Me just rapping over a beat in my room with a throwaway verse. And I started calling it Stitch Bars. So I kind of started gaining a name in like the kind of like cypher rap type of circuit. You know what I'm saying? So my guy, Bishop Brigante, shout out to Bishop. I guess he got the opportunity to host the the world championships for toronto <clears throat> and he personally hit me up he's like stitch he's like yo i know we don't talk much whatever he's like but yo he's like this shit is geared towards you he's like i think you got this in the bag and, he, and i it was like super last minute and i almost missed the deadline for my audition but what i had to do is i had to like you know wrap a quick 16 and upload it to youtube i got picked to go to the i actually made that uh cut and got picked to go to the youtube studios to film um to do the bt segment in toronto because they did toronto la london uk and uh, new york 
So they picked like 30, 40 of the best rappers that make it into the next round in New York, 30, 40 in LA, 30, 40 UK, 30, 40 in Toronto, right? Mm. So I made it to that. And then I ended up winning that whole one. So BET flew me out to LA. And that's where I faced off against the winner of LA, the winner of London, UK, and the winner of New York. And we in like a round robin kind of freestyle tournament. Um, and then I won the whole thing there. So that's how yeah, because I, I I watched it. I caught it on your uh, Facebook page. So if yeah. anybody's looking for that, it's on his Facebook page. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. You definitely took that one in the bag. That was like that was an easy winning. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to be an asshole, and I hate to say that to anybody that listens and they're here. I'm sorry. Y'all you know y'all let them walk away with with everything you had. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? They know. I'm they, pretty I sure I heard someone say that you weren't white. <laughs> They're like, was, this man's know, not white. The video did end with like that. It was two two brothers talking, and they were like, yo, he ain't white. He's so mo. He ain't white. He's so mo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, like, you know, I'm Italian, but, you know, I'm definitely white. Yeah, you just let your hair wave just as that victory lap. Oh, shit. So after that, did you end up working with any of those artists from, like, the competition or uh that's a good question um you know what we were supposed to we all, we all got really busy with stuff but we had planned on all making a track together um but you know it, it's hard to orchestrate things like that like frick i have a hard enough time orchestrating songs with my dudes that live down the street so imagine trying to orchestrate the tune that's got you know dude from new york dude from la dude from london uk everyone's mm-hmm. busy they're all they're all living off the hype of it because at the end of the day whether they won there or not like i i obviously took the championships home but i mean they are still the respected champions of their cities you know what i mean they're all champions in their own state you know but uh your boy just came home with the big dub you know what i'm saying yeah but you're the only canadian there eh? i was yeah so it makes it even sweeter <laughs> yeah exactly bro yeah i held it down for toronto and you know basically the whole country you know what i mean because and they stopped doing it i'm officially the last freestyle friday champion until they do it again and give me a chance to defend my belt which you know i'm sorry i i find it hard to believe that anybody's gonna take it from me you know what i mean i'm, I'm too <laughs> devoted too hungry for that shit so i mean unless they just automatically give it to someone else without asking me to come defend myself it's uh it's looking like that crown is gonna stay he's gonna stay here for a minute i still got yeah. it <laughs> oh <laughs> It's got a little weight to it or what? Uh, yeah, it is. The shit, it ain't plastic. It's definitely metal. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you said that you came through with uh, getting a stealth bomb by uh, Junk asking you to jump in, eh? So. Yeah. So Junk guys... definitely did the handoff. Like Snack, shout out to Snack the Ripper. Snack's a really good dude. He's super dope rapper, super dope artist. Very dope graffiti artist too. No, I've I've heard that that's how he actually started out. Like, yeah, he, he did. With hip hop. Yeah. Well, what back in the day when I, he was still making music, when we were like making music, then he was doing a lot of graffiti back then. But like the graffiti was like to his videos and shit a lot of the time. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's an element of hip hop. I mean, he has a few elements to it. So for sure. And you know what? Like it's a yo, shout out to junk too, because you know what? Like, I mean, not to say that, you know, snack loves, loves my stuff and he's uh, a big supporter, but I don't feel like I was on his radar in a sense that he's just a really busy guy. And I don't think he had known too much of my stuff. And I know junk had a big, big hand in uh, playing, playing that part, which was getting me on the roster. Like he basically said, cause he knew what I was capable of. And, and uh, junk was basically vouching for me. It was like to, snack he's like look he's like if you want the best of the best on your label and you like because he's revamping the label you know he, he had some people that fell through you have some good old-time homies that are still rocking on the label with them 
but they wanted some fresh faces. They wanted some new rebranding. They were revamping yeah. the stuff bomb, right? So he's like, yo, my guy, Young Stitch, he's like, honestly, he was like, if you want to revamp the label, he's like, this guy, he's a free agent right now and could definitely do some, you know, some work for you. And then once Snack got a hold of my stuff, you know, all of a sudden I remember the day, I still remember the day where I went on on Instagram and and it was just like a bunch of stuff was liked by Snack. A bunch of stuff was commented on by Snack, Snack Ripper follow, Snack Ripper this, that. And I was just like, whoa, I was like, yo, what the hell, right? Because... You know, when yeah. someone brings up something that like that caliber to you, I just think they're talking. And I was like, you know, what? if it happens, junk, it happens. If not, we're going to be homies either way. But uh, but yeah, fucking snack came through with it, started uh, hitting me up. And then one day I was going to an interview with my guy, uh, Reality, Shut Us Reality. And I just randomly got a call from Snack. He's like, yo, yo, it's Snack. And I was just like, <laughs> yo, no way. I was like, yo, what up, bro? And he gave me the whole talk. And he's like, bro, I want you repping the label. He's like, I want to fly you out to Van. I want to film some videos for you guys. Uh, and um, and that's sort of how it started. And now I'm a Stealth Bomb Records recording artist. So let's go. There you go, man. It's all looking on the up and up for you. Everything seems Back. like going well. Um, so, uh, I mean, we talk about the arts and stuff on the podcast, but like mental health wise, all the pressure, any pressure you've been feeling? Anything? There's no more pressure than you can get than being an artist. Um, yeah, exactly. It's, you know, we wear our hearts on our sleeve. We're artists. Like, so we create at the end of the day. So at the end of the day, if you're an artist, don't feel embarrassed that you care what people think, because I feel like even people like, I don't give a fuck what people think. Like they're kind of bullshitting because at the end of the day, we create stuff for people to take it in and for people to listen. So, you know, it, it always hurts when people don't fuck with your stuff or, you know, y- this whole crabs in the bucket game of trying to succeed and, and blow up in music. It's definitely hard on on the mind, you know, and then you add COVID in and now it makes it impossible to do anything. It's impossible to perform. It's, it's so being an artist right now is a tough gig. Definitely. It's a cutthroat business. And I mean, I'm doing really, really well now. I mean, on the grand scheme of things, of course, there's there's I'm, I've barely broken the tip of the iceberg. But I mean, I, it's taken many years to get where I'm at. Like I do all right financially off music now. But what people don't see was is this because you can vouch for I've been we've been rocking together. How long? How long? do we, How long ago was it when we did our track? Uh, it's probably like going 10, 11 years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. I've been doing and I was this- just like just cracking the cement at the time like we we're just it, bro. putting exactly. out consistent tracks like didn't matter it was just jacking for beats on soundclick when i'm <laughs> bro, shout us to soundclick yo people some people are so new they don't even know what soundclick is i they know soundclick and people don't know soundclick i'm like yo you don't know soundclick then they're like you mean soundcloud i'm like nope i mean no SoundCloud. no soundcloud didn't come to way later bro soundclick <laughs> was like my babysitter soundcloud yeah. babysitter raised me like for, i would spend hours scrolling through the top 50 top 100 producers and then going through their pages to find the beats and yeah, shit. always anno dominion shit yes <laughs> shout out to anno dominion jo- johnny giuliano yo johnny giuliano oh man that yeah i have a i still have It'd a be the list. same top 10 late every week it's true and lord knows how many people were rapping on the same beat you were but like that's what it was you know that's yeah. what it was but yeah as far as mental health goes i mean i tell you what I call Instagram the highlight reel, meaning like people see your Instagram page and they just assume like it's all, you know, bananas and pajamas and you're doing amazing. And it's like, you know what? Everybody posts the dope shit. Nobody posts the downtimes. Nobody posts when their fucking car dies or they got to go to work and bed metal all day. No one, no one's trying to see that shit, right? Everyone just wants to see the Louis Vuitton and the Gucci belts and the sitting in the convertible bumping tunes and acting like you're a rock yeah. star. When the fact is 90% of these guys aren't like, that's not how it goes, right? There's not, Unless you're making a lot of money in music, you're not really, 
you know, you're barely surviving off of it. So just don't hold your breath. Just do what I was just telling someone today is just do music for the right reasons. Do music because you want to create amazing music. Don't do it for anything other than that. If you're doing it to be a rock star, if you're doing it for the lifestyle and shit, you're not going to get where you want to get. And even if you do, it won't last long. And that's what I always say. You're right. And yeah. it's definitely probably a lot on people's mental too when it comes down to there's so much comparisons going on these days like everybody sounds like somebody and somebody sounds like everybody yeah yeah so, you know like people get detoured off that but like i mean your sound's been distinctive for a while so there's no there's no really comparison when it comes down to like trust me and, and you know what i still get the generic like i get the eminem comparisons and you know that happens all the time because you know white white high-pitched tone and you because you could do some fucking wordplay like <laughs> yeah so i always get the m&m shit and i'm just like ah i'm like and you know shadow seven m like i mean he's obviously a legend and obviously played a big part in my come up but i mean yeah you, know, you still beat him out in canada though so fuck yeah. him. <laughs> for, a couple days, for a couple days i did <laughs> Back. But, uh, no yeah it's definitely uh been a while since we spoke so like catching up with all your work like it's not easy. There's a lot of stuff you dropped in a long period of time, man. So I, I tell you what, I, I didn't slow down. In fact, like every year it's kind of, it was a snowball effect. Yeah. So every year I just got more and more involved. I like till this moment, like I've never been so busy in my life. And I, and honestly, I love it. Honestly, I, I, I don't see myself ever stopping. And I, and I feel like that's part of the reason why I'm successful is because again, I don't do it for the wrong reasons. I do it because at the end of the day, whether one person listens or 1 million, I don't give a fuck because I just want to make dope music. I just enjoy, thoroughly enjoy creating and, and I hear a next beat and I still get inspired and it, it gives my, makes my hair stand and I want to just crush it. You know what I mean? And it's exactly people, like I said to someone in a previous interview for the podcast that like it's like because it's to deal with like mental health and everything too so i was like i don't care if one person hears it and gets help for it or if there's a hundred people like i don't really give a shit about the numbers and all that like that's it it'd be a lot better if they're a little higher but like at the same time i'm not really worried about it like people have already reached out you know so like i'm doing what i set out to do but i mean i'm planning on getting back into the studio myself i just don't know when but so like my interview time now so uh so when you, <laughs> you ever get interviewed on your own interview it's my turn so <laughs> go for so, it um, so why why'd you why'd you why no i'm not gonna say quit why'd you take a hiatus because you were I'm, i don't just throw this around often but you were you were dope like when you were doing your thing you were good like we were both on a similar path you were doing your thing you were uh sick with it you weren't like a whack rapper at the time you were you were good and we were young like well, I grew up in a mixtape days, so I was still doing my. The, I still was coming off like Dipset and like listening That's to camera. That's it. You're, you're like my age, right? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah, I'm thirty. So like, I'm about to be. But um, but yeah, so we're the same age. So like, like it was unheard of when we started. I'm sure you can vouch for this. Nowadays, everybody's a rapper. Do you remember yeah. in our day when no one was a rapper? Like, do you remember when yeah. you go place and people would be like, "Yo, you're a rapper," and it was like this like. We'd either get clowned for it because we were white rappers and people would be like, yeah. oh, we got a rapper here. Oh, you know, yeah. now it's like, oh, 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 oh you're a rapper. Like, I know what I, you mean. Yeah. No, I just I just ended up stopping because I was just going through my like own mental health shit and 
I went through just a rough patch and I just For kind sure. of like got rid of my whole catalog on a stupid move and then it's just taking me some time to get back to the level where I want to like peek my head out and see what I could Bro. do. I mean, I've been writing the whole time I've been gone, so it's not like I've stopped writing or anything. I've written. Okay, stuff, so like, you you have you you're kind of stockpiling, like you got stuff. Oh right yeah, now. like if I wanted to go to the studio tomorrow, I could drop an EP times like six if I wanted to. I love that. I love that. So that's like fun. that's why I have like different tracks for different moods but like when it came to me and you when we did music we're always on that like more aggressive like punchline yeah wordplay metaphor thing and like that's that's still how i see myself rapping i can't do the whole new melodic thing like new york style like you're, you're very yeah, uh, you still, still like a, a nice boom bat beat that you can like yeah exactly and I, I just found a dope ukrainian producer actually who makes some fucking wicked boom bat beats and it's cheap to pay for ukrainian beats <laughs> so <laughs> it reminds me of that scene in euro trip where, where they're like in eastern europe and, and he gives them he tips them like a dot or a nickel or something he's like a nickel he's like <laughs> he's like i'm gonna open my own hotel and shit <laughs> definitely yeah but yeah no he's like yeah he's like if you buy one beat i'll give you the second one free i'm thinking like 200 bucks and i'm like all right how much he's like 25 dollars i'm like like canadian so yeah, yeah like i'm just gonna buy an album off like <laughs> that's just, lit that's so lit. i was like all right yeah and then but yeah i just kind of just took my own break going through like my own rough patches and shit and then i was watching the scene from afar and like not much has changed in ottawa for the most part so you're based out of ottawa i, I do recall yeah, that. I'm in ottawa still yeah who 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 are some big ottawa rappers that you fuck with uh justin diamond's still one of my favorites out I, I, anybody that we're messing with back in the day that are where they are now then it's still all the same people really like i have like justin diamond there's uh swisha t's dope swish uh sharon king con yeah your yeah, favorite exactly. light skin dynamic okay yeah you know what ottawa's got some spitters man and it's crazy they I feel do like ottawa yeah, gets a lot of them are all ogs now so like like so the who, younger who's the days. next wave of ottawa rappers like who's the next because exactly like you said like bro uh, dead ass we're almost getting to og age we're almost at the og age yeah uh, i couldn't even tell you who's coming up <laughs> i just i just because they're all too, they're all too like in that whole stick to their own pack thing, and they don't want to branch out. And I can't mess with people who don't like branching out. So like, yeah, you know, like you're not gonna get anywhere just staying in that same group because it's either gonna like crumble and fact, or it's just not gonna go the way you want. You're gonna either fight over money, like you know what I mean. It happened with me, like my B and A group, it's the whole situation just dissolve so like i'm speaking from experience but these new kids that are starting out and shit they don't want to branch out and they're like there's a lot of egos a lot of there's a lot of disrespect too to like to the people who like made the scene or like helped build the scene around them and shit you know what i mean yeah i i feel i feel that even in toronto too like i feel like there's a lack of respect for the ogs i feel like um just the newer generation not not to shit them because there's a lot of dope new talent i actually i'm kind of the opposite in the way that i fuck with everything like my new style like i i do everything from boom bap to trap hop to rmd to freaking yeah. edm i've literally done everything like i don't like to box myself in but i have noticed with the a lot of the younger generation i'm not gonna say everyone because you get some cool cats man you get yeah. some young kids that really got good heads on their shoulders and shit but there's a lot of the new school generation that just there's no respect for the OGs that paved the way for them. Like there really is like 
these guys, these guys drop a one-two hit that goes viral on TikTok or something, and like they think yeah. like all of a sudden the world owes them something. And it's like, bro, you lucked out because you're in a generation where everyone's in everyone's faces all the time because social media is king and fucking it's never been so easy to go viral. So you kind of exactly. luck out being from this generation, right? But we're from the days of MySpace. Like, remember MySpace, yeah. bro? You had yeah, to have a top eight. <laughs> always pay homage to the people before us. I have tremendous respect for the people that gave us these opportunities to do what we do. And I feel yeah. like a lot of the younger generation doesn't hold that same uh that same status about it you know what i mean like yeah. they kind of they they drop a one two thing that goes popular get a couple bitches on the dick and they're like ah, 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 ah. you need to play your cards right and it, it's a nasty game bro like you can burn bridges like crazy like, look at toronto hip-hop right now like it, uh, everything under like the drake tory lane's like bubble like everything below that like it's a mess because everyone's that's, killing each other everyone's shooting each other. You know what no one wants to see each other win, bro. And, it, and it's a stupid fucking game because, like, look, if you that's look at what's it, happening here, too. They're just letting yeah. off rounds. And that's what Fortunato said the other day. He said the same thing when I asked him to describe the uh, hip hop scene in Toronto as an artist and as a person. He yeah. said that, like, he's like, anybody post Drake or, like, like that gets yep. up to that that level and it's about to make it ends up going to jail or getting just shredded on the streets. Yep. There's, there's a weird down. line there where it's like once you hit that level you're in the like even like you're at the, like the nab the 88 glam like that kind of level which is yeah. a little below it but you still get the dick ride you still get the people that are like oh no this is the this is the truth this is the truth but everything underneath it like it just kind of it's like a free-for-all it's like a battle royale and it, it's like it we should be helping each other like you know what i'm saying like if everyone's got outlets like do you guys not understand the importance of networking like do you know what i mean like networking is the biggest part of hip-hop you guys can take each other's fan bases and, and utilize each other's fan bases no instead people are like yo you're from west end i'm from east end bah, bah. like you know what yeah. I mean? like, that's a stupid way to think I and mean, if you look at atlanta Atlanta's the polar opposite of us. What do they do? They boost each other up. Yeah. That's been episode six of On the Line with. I'm your host, Hanley. Today I've been on the line with Young Stitch. Thanks to all the listeners and to all the new listeners tuning in. I appreciate it and thank you and welcome. And I hope to catch you all in a couple weeks for episode seven. Why do they choose to ignore us? Italian, they tried to deport us. Crossing the borders without any papers in hand. Just a dream that we couldn't afford, but we waited outside in the car. Stand with my brothers, the government trying to control us. All of these figures, they worship a racist. We knocking down all of the statues before us. What do you claim is important and what is a lie? I'm vying to find what the meaning of life is. Tell me we different, but preaching just like us. Swear that this feeling is priceless. I put my dreams in the vice grip. This is what life is. We should be learning together. And I come from a planet that's filled up with different races and Try to determine who's better BLM all on my sweater I'm fighting for Regis I'm fighting for George Maybe I'm white But I'll fight for the rights Of your people With blood on my knife And my sword Christopher called it explored All he was doing Was claiming the land That belonged to the Lord Raping and pillaging Villages filled up With natives Who offered this help From abroad This ain't the arrogance That I want in my lifeline I'm not comparing To what you see In your lifetime This is why they bury In any truth That we might find This for anybody That think that Jesus A white guy Watch me as I ride In the streets Molotov cocktails Flying at police Don't tell me what I'm fighting for in peace when I'm out here standing in the eyes of the beast, man. That's some real shit. 
I remember when I was seven years old and my mom was throwing rocks and Molotov cocktails at motherfucking police vans and neo-Nazis riding in the streets in Berlin, man. That's the type of shit I grew up with. Real facts. Look it up. Let's go. You can trace me to ancient Sumerians. They're running out of patience and places to bury yourself. Separate you. Hatred is various. They try to say this. You through jade on my character. We need more than change in America. We can't just pray for a miracle. Screaming gang, gang, yeah, I'm hearing you. But what the fuck you say to air raids in Assyria? The fuck we say to First Nation Americans? Turks take everything to race and inherit. What we gon' say to these banks, y'all terrorists? I'm the red bank, see I'm painting a narrative. I don't do astrology, but I do think we need age of Aquarius. Look it up, there's some real shit. Tapping in conversations, cheering up. I've been screaming, fuck these pages and acronyms. Not for no reason, my family been anarchist. Everything that I made was anti-establishment. Cause I'm sick of this shit, actually stand for shit. It's like the activist Kaepernick. I was raised a Catholic Anglican. Using this platform, a white rapper cancel him. Science versus religion, Nazareth the Nazareth. Product in the underground punk scene. Mainstream media in it, I'm never trusting. Egalitarianism should not be luxury. We need that shit in the system in every country. Shit, watch my mom ride in the streets. Monotop cocktails fired at police. And tell me when I ain't fighting for his peace. It was fighting 93 of a seven with the lines versus sheep. Yeah.